it's a lot different you guys now versus us 20 years ago. It's a so lot what different. better thing to do than relax on your cheap couch, smoke a cheap <laughs> joint, and watch Netflix because you can't afford cable. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Live on tape from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona and San Diego, California. It's the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Dufresne and sexy Lexi Rodriguez. Hey, Lex. Oh, you haven't pulled that one in a while. It's been Thanks, a while. It's been back Tony. to the Surrounded by Idiots. I mean, I, I mean, back to the walk of shame. Tonight's show, I threw Lexi a bit of a curveball. Uh, actually, hashtag curveball to her because uh, she thought we were going to talk about something else. I sent her an article right before we did the show. And the article was something that just came over to me. And it was from it was based on a study from UCI, which is actually my hometown, uh, uh, University of California, Irvine, uh, back uh, in Orange County. But new research. This is new research. The title of the Time Magazine article is "Can Alcohol Help? Can Alcohol Help You Live Longer?" Here's what the research really says, and I want to read it to you. Just a little uh, beginning part. We're going to talk about this new research, which was presented at the American Association for the Advancement of Science. Annual conference has found that moderate drinking is linked to a life, a longer life. Drinking about two glasses of wine or beer a day was linked to an 18% drop in the pers- personal risk of early death and even stronger effect than the life preserving practice of exercise. So they're saying drinking two glasses of wine or beer is more beneficial to your life than exercising. <laughs> Which, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's yeah. but but that has been backed up by a number of other different studies. There was a 2015 study of people with mild Alzheimer's that found that moderate drinkers were less likely to die during the study's follow up period. And a larger 2017 study also found that the light and moderate drinking were less likely to die from cardiovascular disease than those who never sipped red wines right. often, particularly because it's anti-aging benefits and the um the reservatrol, I think, is that's how you say it for the fl- the flavonoids in there that helps that. But what I want to do is not only about the alcohol, but I want to talk about two two myths. The first myth is is that alcohol is bad for you, and and um, the it, of course it always comes down to moderation. The second thing is is smoking because, and I have the expert smoker on uh, tonight's <laughs> show, and and I want to state a simple fact, and this is a fact. This is not fake news whatsoever. This is an absolute fact. In fact, it was on. Um, Adam's uh, Adam ruins everything. Uh, his his show about I think mm-hmm. it was about uh, medication, about opioids and how terrible they are. But the fact is, nobody, nobody, like zero, nobody has ever died from smoking weed. I mean, of course, that's the thing. Is um, I love when people come around to the idea that pot can be used for good and not just good to laugh and to have fun, but to really pull you out of some dark spaces where resorting to narcotics is completely the opposite. It's numbing you. And I told Tony before we started the show, I was like, well, I'm no doctor, but we can talk about my experiences. And I will smoke pot for the rest of my life because I don't think that it hinders me in any way, shape, or form 
when it comes to my neurological function, when it comes to my physical function, when it comes to my social function. I think that if anything, not that it helps me, but it enhances me. It makes me think a little bit deeper. Um, and this is the thing. It's 2018. You can choose what you want to smoke and why you want to smoke it. There's not, it's not just smoking some roach ass doobie, you know, that you, that you, Oh, it's a totally different thing now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's luxury. Oh, it's completely different than when I was growing up and all we got, all we had was skunk weed from Humboldt County, you know, and that's all we got. And it's, and it's a lot different. And I do have to say the one thing that I did here and, and, and let me know if you've heard this or not, but in terms of studies, that indicated that uh, that pot does inhibit some cognitive functions if if smoked early on, like before your prefrontal oh, sure. before your prefrontal so cortex drinking. is developed. So does listening to your parents argue. They, exa- so exa- does fucking falling in a exactly. skateboard accident before but, your brain is fully developed. But There's isn't that so a good point? That, totally. No, it's a great yeah. point, and I get it. I would never. I have homies too that have children, and they would much rather their children smoke pot than do drugs or even drink. But they do say, like, I won't, if they're not allowed to smoke, it's, I'm not saying it's okay. They definitely need to be a fully developed human that can make conscious decisions before they hop on that train, obviously. But it's like, it's all common sense to me. And I love that it's, it's a more common conversation these days and people need to have the conversation, especially with comfortable pot smokers and people that aren't like, I'm not melting in the, to the couch eating potato chips. You, I mean, <laughs> once in a while it gets me, but you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a functional human being. Have you, so, I was going to say, have you found uh, being your age and, de- and hanging around your age of people and hanging around millennials and whatnot and growing up during that time, have you found that the, that you guys are much more open to that than, than the older generation? Or have you found that people that you talk to, if they just, if they just kind of naturally gravitated towards smoking weed, then that's just kind of how they are. And generations don't make any any difference. You know what? I don't know if it skips a generation, but I have older friends that are maybe there that are in their fifties and maybe um early forties that are are very pro pop because that's where they grew up. They grew up in the seventies where everyone like that's what you did. You know, you smoked pot, you did acid, you did shrooms and you were you still you know you still became and we're striving to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And this is why I love that we're having this conversation because this is what our show is about. It's like, regardless of the things that you do, as long as you have a nice solid core, whether it's sleeping with someone on the first date, whether it's exploring your sexuality, if you have a nice solid core self that you're confident in, you can fucking do whatever the fuck you want to do because you know what? Exploring things and, and experimenting is how you kind of put who you really are together, right? Absolutely. So I have friends that are my age that won't touch pot that hate the smell of it. One of my good friends, actually, she's a cutie, but she knows I'm going to smoke a joint if we're out on the beach or if we're walking around and I know that I'm not going to offer it to her and I know that she doesn't like the smell and blah, 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 but she's so anti-pot and I love her so much, but sometimes I'm just kind of like, Allie, I don't know if I really trust you, dude, you know, like (laughs) why are you, how are you 30 and so anti-pot, but it, it goes back to the individual and it's all relative to who you are and, and your experience with pot. 
So I think if you started life with kind of not a good, because I mean, when I was in eighth grade smoking my first joint in the alley, I was scared shitless that my mom was going to find out and fucking murder me. So that's not a great experience with it. But as I developed more of a sense of self at a very young age, I got more and more comfortable with being in that state of mind and knowing how to control it, you mm. know? And I think that emotional intelligence comes into play. So many things come into play that are developed at the very beginning that have nothing to do with pot or, or alcohol. I think this whole thing challenges along those lines. I think this whole thing challenges the, the paradigm, the, the accepted paradigm that, uh, that society says a certain way in terms of, you know, the drugs and the alcohol and it impairs or it's that, I mean, alcohol is okay, but drugs aren't. And and they kind of pick and choose and all that stuff. And I'm not saying throw out authority completely, but, I, but I am saying that we've always through the generations had, had have had an issue where it's very very tough to create change and especially change at a large at, on a large scale that's why i was really happy to see colorado pass their law and washington pass their law and even arizona's even thinking about putting that on the ballot yeah. too which is shocking because there's so many backwards redneck people down here that that it's not going to happen in arizona no i, I wish, but. yeah but it, but at least but at least they're talking that's the whole point Totally, it's no, all it's all relative to where to where they start and where they're at, and I think Massachusetts actually is is on there too. So I'm glad I am really glad to see that and see the fact that that there have been so many cases and so many uh, so many situations where it has been so beneficial to a lot of different people across the board. And we're talking medical, where it's not it you know the three year old isn't it's, isn't sparking up a dube. The three year old's taking the medication or the pills with the THC, but it's actually helping them during their cancer treatment. Why is it that that some legislators and some politicians have such a hard time with that? And it's the same. It, it's actually more beneficial than the opioids that have been created by pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies that they're making hand over fist money with no levels of responsibility for what's been happening. And the legislators are just getting their pockets lined with money. I mean, it's that oh, that's that's, that's the corrupt aspect of the I system get into you know even i mean even sometimes taking an aspirin or an excedrin when i have a headache doesn't work as good as for me again this is me relative to who i am and like what works for me smoking a joint or you know sometimes i just smoke cbd which is the non-psychoactive strain of pot and it's basically just to loosen me up and it's kind of a painkiller you know and there, like I said, we have choices out there. We have so many options that it shouldn't even be a conversation of whether it's horrible or not. Yeah, and I think that that overall, and the bottom line is, is that it it and we this is what we talk about every single week. It's about figuring out your own gig. Your own gig is your own gig, and it should be your own gig. It has. It should have nothing to do with what somebody says is right and somebody says is wrong. It does have to dance. You do have to create a dance along with everybody else in society. You can't just say my own gig is you know owning a bunch of guns and blowing shit up. I mean that that's not. You can't do that. Totally. It's a matter of, of you still have to do the dance with everybody else. That's the big the, you know the big world versus your inner world. But it's okay. It's okay to get out there and experiment and enjoy different stuff and understand what works and what doesn't work for you. Because in the bottom line is, is that whatever works for you is going to work for everybody else in, in the long run. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to allow right. you to be the best version of yourself. And you being the best, yeah. best version of yourself is going to help everybody else around you. 
Yeah, totally. And don't get me wrong. There are moments that I choose not to smoke pot because I know that the situation I'm going into may not benefit me the best, you know, and and you know what? It's fucking cool as shit because you learn so much about yourself. You learn when to pull the trigger if you, you know, go into a situation and you want to loosen up a little. I know with certain friends, if I'm out, if I want to drink wine or whiskey, you know what I mean? It's all about just making those choices. I know if I go out with a dude who doesn't drink, I may just have one glass of wine on that date. But I know if I go out with the dude who parties, like we may be partying and getting hammered and dancing all night. Mm-hmm. But those are choices I'm making relative to the situation that I'm Context. in. Context. Exactly. Um, That's important. Exactly. And being responsible for those choices is why Tony and I are here and mm-hmm. why we do what we do. And I think that that's that's the awesome part about choices and being an adult and, you know, learning more about yourself all the time is you talk things through. You experience feelings. You feel your feelings. I've said that a million times and I'm going through the same shit right now. Like I have to feel these feelings to make the decisions that are going to help me out best in the future, but I'm not going to know that unless I go through these things. Exactly. Exactly. And and it's, but you have to, you have to, you have to take the step out of the bubble. There's no, there's no such thing as growth in comfortable. You can't be comfortable and be growing at the same time, but it's not, it's not about making a situation in your life where you're always uncomfortable. It's just, it's just, you've got to understand that if you do, if you are have a level of comfort, or if there's a conflict in you, then at least try to experiment with it. I mean, if you if you were brought up using weed as an example, if you were brought up thinking that weed was a bad thing, but you do like it and you have that Catholic guilt or whatever it is that you have on you, the, the best possible thing is to try to alleviate that as much as you can or try to put that aside as much as you can and understand what works for you. It's all context. What works for for maybe everybody else in the whole world may not may not be the same thing. But what works for you to make you the best version of yourself, that's the thing you need to focus on. And it's a combination of different stuff. And again, it's context, too, because you smoking a bowl before you go to a family function may not be that great. But you smoking a bowl before you go to do your performance, uh, you know, your, your gig that night to loosen up and get super creative. That's a good thing. It's cool too. You go into a dispensary and you can talk to the bud tenders and you, they ask you what you do and about yourself. And like when you usually smoke pot, you know, do you do it before you work out? Cause if you do, they'll give you something that's going to loosen up your muscles a little more. Do you do it to get creative? Are you an artist? You know, do you need it just for a little bit of, um, an anxiety let up when, cause you work a nine to five and you're fucking around all these straight edge motherfuckers all the time. Like they, they really do get to know you. And there are some, um, dispensaries that I would prefer over others. Cause you know, it is, it's all about money. It's all about the tax breaks that everyone's getting now in these. Yeah. Well, you're states. not going to get away but from that. There are great, great, great dispensaries where you have these people that are so super informed and there's so much information out there. That's the thing is like I can sit here and tell you my experiences, but if you don't do your research, I don't want to hear an opinion, you know, like go if you don't do your research and you don't smoke pot or never have or have these negative um, opinions on that, I don't fucking want to have a conversation with you you need to do your research and fucking really get deep into this because it's not it isn't just smoking a 
fucking doobie in the alley before a school dance. It's so much more than that. It's a great example of finding somebody who really doesn't know the reasons why they think that way. And if, if somebody comes up and says, it, and it, always look for the absolutes too. This is a little lesson on people that have a completely different opinion than yours. But if they come up and say, oh my God, if they see you like vaping in, or they can tell that you're smoking something. And if you come and if they come up to you and say, oh my God, why would you do that? Or, or that's, or that's illegal or something. And then you can say, well, what, well then, you know, what are your thoughts or why is it that you think that way? Most of the time they'll, they'll talk in absolutes because it's terrible or it's horrible or this and that, or it's illegal or what. And then if you dig down a little bit deeper, you'll realize that their opinion is not their own. It's something that was, it was something that was thrown upon them by their parents or by somebody else. And they just own that without even, and like you said, without even doing research or looking into it or understanding the multiple layers that it does that it could benefit. Now, I'm not a, a, I'm not a huge pot smoker. I just wanted to get you throw that out there. Oh, yeah. No. But, but I'm, but I'm totally, uh, I'm totally with the fact that there are certain things out there that you shouldn't just discount because. Because there's a lot of people that say you shouldn't do it. And that's. And yeah, I mean, gay marriage is legal in a couple handfuls of states now. What does that say about Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't get. I mean, that's. Shit, you know? Well, that, well, that says that we're still. We're, there's still a lot of people running this country that are back ass words and that, and that yeah, haven't grown sure. and haven't evolved into understanding really what life is all about. And that's why, that's why we are trying in this show to get people fired up. To take control, to, to be proactive up and, and get to know yourself, get to know the people in your community. You know, that's a that's a big thing, too, is like I place myself and we've talked about this many times, but I place myself in a community and in a place where I know that I will thrive. I will be the most successful when I put myself in a situation that I'm putting myself in because I know who I am. So I'm not going to live in fucking I mean, not to not to hate on Arizona, but I I probably am living my best life in California as opposed to me, the person I am relative to my personality in Arizona. I mean, I loved Arizona. Don't get me wrong, but I'm around a lot of more like-minded individuals. So when you get to know yourself, you place yourself in those communities that you fit in, whether it is Arizona or not. So That's the point, right? The point is to put yourself in a space where you can be completely who you are and experiment without stress. Where you can live the best version of yourself. That actually brings up a small point that is kind of a tangent here. But the point is, is that millennial as a generation, you guys move less than the other generations before you. You move less, surprisingly. So, and I think that that might be because we're all really broke. Uh, that that is because why? Because you are broke. <laughs> because of that. Because the student, I as a Gen Xer, I did not have the student loans that you did at all. And that's th- because pot is getting really expensive. Is that why? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> to, to circ- taxes are crazy, right? Well, well, California taxes are nuts. But it just. But all that being said, you guys, you guys still. There's a lot of reasons you came into a job market where, you know, there's a lot of people that are taking your jobs because they can't find other jobs. And and also you've got school loan stuff and it's a mess. It's it's a lot different. You guys now versus us 20 years ago. 
It's a so lot what better different. thing to do than relax on your cheap couch, smoke a cheap <laughs> joint, and watch Netflix because you can't afford cable. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. If you, I right? feel you, but you know what? I'm happy and I feel good and I know who I am and I'm learning every day, but I'm confident to wake up every morning and be like, damn, what the fuck am I going to learn about myself today? Because just keep it coming. Right. And that's, but isn't that the whole point? The point is, is that you just, it, it's a matter of not looking at anything as an absolute. They're it, drinking, smoking, exercising, you could exercise yourself to death. Eating, you could eat yourself into into some serious eating disorders, or you could make yourself really healthy. Everything is yin and yang. Everything is everything is the Taoist yin and yang. It, there's there's the positive aspect to it, and there's a negative a negative aspect to it. It's a matter of how you take it and how you use it. So if yeah. if you want to drink, then then go ahead and drink. I mean, understand that if you do want to use it as a health benefit, then moderation. You know, one or two glasses of wine or beer. That's good. It's actually going to help you out in the long run, apparently, according to the current studies. And you know but- why I think it helps you out, too, because it comes down to lifestyle is like I do have friends that are sober because they know themselves and they know they need to be sober and they can't stop when they have one or two. But if you're killing yourself, I mean, mentally to be sober because you fucking want to lose a few pounds or you your boyfriend thinks you drink too much or whatever it is, you're kind of creating this um self-hate within yourself because you're listening to again the social norms that's popping around or in your friend group and if if you want to do something god this sounds like a very lexy thing to say but just fucking do it appropriately of course be safe obviously don't go hitting the bong while you're driving down the highway but if you feel like you want to relax and you know yourself, fucking do it. If you, you have know, a, like, it, right. know yourself, be confident. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Be, and the only way to know yourself is to do shit and figure out what yourself is. That's it. Now, if you have a problem or if you don't have any support in regards to doing something that's that's not going to hurt anybody or make the world a worse place or than it is, or if you want to do something and you don't and you don't have any direct support, you text us. You guys text us. Either Tony at javabud.com or, or Lexi at crucialawareness.com. Uh, you write the show. We'll support you. We'll write back and make sure that we support you in, in terms of you stepping out into your uncomfortable zone and doing something a little yeah. bit different. Because And not only will we support you, we'll help you out with like your plan. Because because this is kind of a touchy subject for most people. People are going to be like, seriously, they just spent 20 minutes talking about pro booze and pro pot but it's like it's more than that (laughs) yeah that's we will help you figure out how to do things safely i'm learning every single day how to be able to take down three bottles of wine and not (laughs) affect someone else's life wow that's that's a challenge better yeah three (laughs) bottles of wine is again just like you said it's not even about drinking and smoking today that's not what we're talking about we're talking about you guys not putting these restrictions on your life based upon somebody else's life or somebody else's guide of what they think life should be. Find out what the hell your life should be. That's it. 
I love it. Listen. This was such a good one. Right? I literally was like, seriously, I am coming down from like a binge drinking weekend. And I'm like, you want to talk about why smoking right. and drinking <laughs> is okay? Because I'm really depressed right now. Right. Again, again Lex, see resistance. There's a resistance. We got and we got through that. That's good. But I'm learning. I'm pulling myself so, out of it. And I know exactly. that I probably shouldn't have 10 crown in waters next time I go out. I'll only have five. Ooh, yikes. Really? We we didn't talk about that before the show. Uh, that's <laughs> let's let's chat about that afterwards. So if you want to uh, listen to uh, this again, or listen to any of the other podcasts, or see the video for this, hi, we're on video. Uh, you can go to javabud.com, or you can go to YouTube. You can go to the Javabud YouTube, and uh, yeah, Lexi's almost done with her glass of wine, and I have a little bit to go. So, and if you want to get a hold, or again, my book is up there. And if you happen to have a decent topic for the show, again, if we use it, I'll send you a book. So send me a topic for a show and we can throw that out there. And if I use it, or if we use it, then I'll send you a book. Surrounded by idiots. Yeah, we want some juicy stuff. Right. Also, there's I have the freebie giveaway on there as well. Uh, Lexi's at Lexi at CrucialAwareness.com. And uh, if you want to talk to us about private coaching stuff, uh, we are always open to that. And we'll just actually chat with you briefly for, for, you know, 20, 30 minutes just to see if we're the right fit for you if you want to do that. And if not, just keep listening and keep enjoying the videos. It's all free and, and hopefully it adds something to your life. And, and uh, you know, it's all good. Yeah, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out, thejavabud.com, crucialawareness.com. Email me if you guys want to hook up, even grab a beer and just chat about some of your goals or maybe like or smoke. what you want to, what, yeah, smoke a joint, <laughs> loosen up a little bit. Um, I'm here to pull you out of that madness. Madness. All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye.